Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey guys, welcome to the 4th Down Experience. I'm Brian Jackson along with Chris Hughesby. Uh, we're excited we have uh, a legend, officially a legend, uh, for making a couple game winners the last couple weeks here on the show and is part of the Atlanta Legends. Uh, welcome Youngway Koo to the show. How are you, man? Good. How are you? Doing great. Doing yeah. good. Youngway, welcome to the 4th Down Experience podcast. We're excited to have you on. How's, uh, how's life treating you these days? Uh, it's not too bad, you know, um, it's been a grind, you know, usually it's the off-season for us in the spring, but now it's the football season, so we're, you know, trying to um, make it work, you know, week by week, day by day kind of thing. Yep, you know, Youngway is part of the Alliance American Football League that has been all over the TV, it seems like TNT, NFL Network, CBS Sports, picking up all these games, and Youngway has had quite a season thus far for the Atlanta Legends. Uh, just made another game winner last night. Uh, doing a fantastic job, man. Uh, how are you feeling right now with the season? Um, it's been going well. Um, um, you know, like you said, the league has done a great job of giving us the exposure with the TV time and all that stuff. So I'm really appreciative of that. And um, you know, I think for a lot of the guys playing in this league, it's just it's an opportunity for us. Um, whether you're trying to get back in the league or get into the NFL for the first time or whatever it may be. And, um, you know, I think we're all trying to make the best of that opportunity. Yeah. So, it's a, you know, we've interviewed a few AAF specialists so far, and we always and, and every journey is a little bit different, but how did you get involved with the league and what was that process like for you? Um, so I heard about the league, um, you know, when it first started coming out. And... Um, you know, I reached out to my agent and a couple people, and I got a call from um, Atlanta, um, and I had a workout. I think it was um, early January or something like that, and um, I did pretty well. And um, you know, I was just waiting for a call here and there, including NFL workouts or the AAF. It, it worked out for me because I mean, I had AAF in mind because it's not during the regular football season, regular NFL season, so it didn't overlap like the CFL does, so um, I definitely had this league in mind, and I was just fortunate enough that they gave me a call, um, I think it was one week into their training camp in San Antonio, and um, got a chance to head out there. So, um, what are your thoughts on all the adjust the kicking adjustments in this league versus what you're used to with, with your time in the NFL? Do you... What's it like not having that that PAT and things like that? How, and and then part B would be how do you handle your your day at practice? Okay, um, I mean it's not really nothing new, right? It's just the difference from the NFL or college or high school to the AAF is just that we don't have kickoffs or extra points. It's not anything new added onto it, mm-hmm. so um, it's not too hard, you know, adjusting to that because. 
way is mentally and physically easier because we can put more effort and practice time towards just field goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what was the second part? Oh, just what is a what's a typical practice like for you because uh, because you're not having to do kickoffs and stuff. And actually, I'm sorry, I'm gonna add one more part to that because there's no kickoffs. Do you still practice kickoffs just to stay NFL ready? Absolutely. Um, so practice time. I mean, we you know it's really like a regular practice. Um, even even in the NFL or college, I don't think I really kicked off like that throughout the week because you want to be ready to go on game day. Not necessarily you want to be going 100 percent during practice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I I think field goal is heavily you know practice throughout the week and then uh, in my opinion kickoff is really the fresher you are the better you'll kick on kickoffs um, I think the fundamentals and all that stuff you work during the off season so that you don't have to grind through all those during mm-hmm. the regular season um, um, nice well hey so here's, sure. a, here's a question for you this, uh, this is a user generated question from Instagram it's from Noave Ocho and uh, he asked, he wanted to ask you, young way, uh, what are the best kicking cleats and the best kicking balls? Um, so I had used, um, in high school I used to, what are those called, GSTs, what are those? Um, it was fresh out the box on game day, and that's what I had to kick. Definitely the least of my, you know, on the list. Um, I think NFL balls are the best to kick in my opinion because it's a little bit fatter so it's just that little sweet spot I think NFL balls are the best ball of all footballs um, kicking cleat wise I think it's really just preference um, I'm a vapors guy uh, Mercurius that's what I'm used to but when I went to college uh, my school was Adidas so that I had to adjust to that and just work with what I had but I think it's just all feel and uh, personal preference. Um, I mean, I've tried Tampos and different cleats here and there just so that I know what's out there and what I like. And um, Tampos kind of growing on me, so I might switch to that in the future. But for now, I'm definitely using the materials. Nice. Um, you may have to hit up the, the Instagram account. That soccer guy, Chris, will probably give you a couple free pair. Have you reached out to him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, actually got connected to him through, uh, I think it was John uh, Carney that uh, gave me his contact, so I talked to him here and there, so I'll definitely uh, reach out. Nice. He's got a lot of interest. So, when you were at Georgia Southern, you mentioned that you kicked with Adidas cleats. Uh, I have a couple kickers that I train uh, in Alabama that will have to adjust to new Adidas cleats, and they're kind of struggling with that. Um, Can you... Do you mind sharing what kind of Adidas cleats you kicked with in college? So it's funny because I hated uh, Adidas soccer cleats. It just didn't fit my foot the way um, other cleats do. Um, I actually wore football cleats in college. Um, it was uh, Adidas Zeros, I believe, and it, it was closer to soccer cleat, and I just wore that in college to kick it. Yeah, so I think it's really just like the feel for it. I mean, even in high school, I played defense and stuff. I didn't wear soccer cleats on my right. I just wore football cleats and just made it work. And, uh, 
Nice. Well, um, were you always a two-step kicker? I noticed the last few games that I've watched you, you've been the two-stepper. Uh, were you a three-stepper at, at Georgia Southern? Um, no, I never was. Even in high school, um, it's just even when I I first learned how to kick my freshman year in high school, um, and uh, when Coach Pat Pat appeared, um, he taught me you know three back to to the side and all that stuff. And you can jab and you cannot, but then it just made sense for me that when I take the jab, it was just inconsistent every time, so that. It just made sense for me even then when I was a freshman in high school that it's like, why do I want to move my foot, you know, to make more room for air? So it just kind of made sense for me. And from there, I've just been a two-stepper, I guess, from the very beginning. Nice. Nice. So, all right, another user-generated question. Uh, this is a fellow trainee that uh, Brian and I have trained. Brian John from Korea uh, looks up to you. He said, What's it like to be a Korean kicker in the league? He goes, he goes, he goes. I'm one, and I want to be a kicker just like you. Uh, so I guess um, we'll kind of tie that into your story of maybe how you how you kind of got into the league, or you know, got there. You know, being an exchange. You, did you come in as an exchange student? Or no. Um, so I was I was born in Korea, and uh, I moved to New Jersey when I was in sixth. And so I think I was eleven or twelve. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting story because, you know, I didn't speak English or anything like that. Everything was brand new to me, you know, the culture and all that. And uh, football was what, sports really was what um, helped me get adjusted to the new culture and language and, you know, hang out with the kids and all that stuff. Um, so I didn't even know what football was, like what football looked like even. And then, um, you know, during lunch, I just kind of kicked it off and, you know, Oh, you should come out in football at the time. I guess was introduced to football. <laughs> and as I grew up with football, I realized that there was no really Asian football players to look, not, you know, look up to or even watch on game days and be like, oh, like, you know, there he is or something like that. So when I was asked questions just a lot, you know, like, who do you look up to? And I just was the kid was like, I don't really look up to anybody. You know, I just... There was nobody kind of like me out there. Um, I know there was like Yao Ming or Jerk Lin, but I played football, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it's uh, not many football Asian football players out there. So when you ask that question, like, what does it mean to be a Korean kicker? It means a lot to me. I don't think they like me because growing up, I didn't have anybody that like that I idolized or like looked up to, or it you know kind of opened up the gate for me. So I was like, man, I want to be that guy when I grow up. And for me to have this opportunity means the world because, you know, it just shows that if I can come from Korea and didn't even speak English, didn't even know what football was, and I made it to this far and then possibly more, I mean, it means a lot to me. So it just shows them that they can do it too. Nice. Well, you got another fan up, at, up here in Minnesota, for sure, Brian John. Uh, and actually, uh, I don't know if you check your Wikipedia page much, but it, it does say on here that you're the fourth player ever in NFL history to be born in South Korea. So I don't know what other positions those other guys played, but you're the fourth player in NFL history. All right, yeah, that's, that's, you know, it's rare, like I said, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing to be in the position that I'm in, and, um, you know, I just love to keep it going. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I have a, a question from a 
I guess you would consider him draft eligible. Uh, Andrew Gray, he just finished at Valdosta State, which I'm sure you're familiar with that young way. That was in Georgia. Right. Um, and he, Andrew Gray, just finished. He's been the starting field goal uh, kickoff specialist there in the last four years. His question was specifically for you, and it was, what was the process you followed post-college? Did you get an agent? What, how'd Pro Day go? And did you go to the combine, or, or how did how did you get uh, with the NFL team in preseason? Okay, um, so I was uh, I was I came out of a small school called Alabama State, Georgia Southern. It's kind of you know a smaller school that goes big time, you know SEC, ACC kind of schools, right? So, um, but I was fortunate to have that exposure coming out my senior year of that. Uh, you know, Luka was a finalist and stuff like that. So my name kind of got out there. I got lucky in that sense. Um, and I got into a college great iron showcase, CGS All-Star Game. Um, went to that, and there were um, a bunch of scouts there. So I think I got some exposure there as well. But um, I got an agent, but that process is, you know, if you're not familiar with it, which none of the kids are, I wasn't. So I asked the coaches, you know, head coaches, and the athletic director, um, you know, I called around a lot of people to, you know, pick their brain on how does this process work, right? Um, what should I be looking for in an agent? Um, I did my homework in that sense. Um, and I got an agent, and from there, your agent kind of put through those steps even more in detail. So I think... Getting an agent is very important, and he'll tell you what to do, but I got my film together. It's like getting a job, you know? You gotta get your resume together, which is your football stats, like your stats throughout your college, and um, any awards or any achievements, and then your game film is part of your resume, as well as your workout film, and your pro day is obviously like kind of a job interview type of deal. So you gotta treat the tree like that, and you know, put it all together for the scouts and the coaches and your agent is your gateway to, I guess, is the middleman to sending it to the scouts and sending it to the teams and getting the exposure that you need. So, what was your? Some of these questions I know the kids are asking are are, are probably based on what they've seen with your experience in the NFL. So, what was what's your experience been like so far? you know, for that period of time that you played, and then what did you learn from it to better prepare for your next opportunity? Um, so, that, um, my time with the Chargers, I think, is, uh, I guess it's the blessing in disguise, really. It really taught me so much about myself as a kicker and a person. It was, nothing is the greatest learning experience that I could have ever asked for. Um, I think... When you go through stuff like that, um, you have no choice but to grow from it, you know. Um, um, at that stage, I think I've pretty much gone through everything you could in a, as a kicker, um, mm-hmm. pretty much the worst-case scenarios, right? So that I went back and, you know, looked at that and I learned from it. You know, I had to work on my craft more. I had to, you know, really hone in on what I have to focus on and within that last year, I grew so much as a person and a kicker, and then I really committed to um, kicking um, in terms of 
details and attention to detail and all that stuff. And I think it's kind of showing it this week. And it, this this league definitely gave me an opportunity to show what I've been working on and how much I have grown. So um, I'm definitely blessed um, to have this opportunity. But um, I think without adversity or anything like that, you don't really, you know, if you're complacent in your place, you, you don't really have to push yourself. But that time with the Chargers forced me to really push myself to get better and improve. And um, I think it helped me in a lot of ways. Yeah, well, that's great. So, uh, one question here we have from uh, the kicker John Copeland actually asked, you know, we know that you're fresh into the league, but, you know, when you went through some of the term, you know, the, the bumps in the road with the Chargers, did you ever consider quitting or did it just make you work harder? So, um, as specialists, kickers, punters, or whatever with the NFL, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a tricky thing because you're um, trying for the NFL and your friends that have, you know, graduated from college and you're the same age and you're, you know, you've been knowing them since high school and they're getting a job and they're kind of like moving on in life, right? And you're kind of still training for football and you're, you don't have a job and it's like, oh, should I be getting a job or should I keep, you know, training for football? And you definitely have those thoughts, but I, I was fortunate to have, you know, parents that was, you know, pushing me and um, supporting me to, you know, keep chasing my dreams. I was able to do that. And, um, you know, those thoughts, those thoughts are definitely there. But I knew, even in college, I was like, I mean, I'm going to try this thing for at least three to five years because I know um, what I'm capable of and what I want to do with this. So I'm going to, you know, get, go for it. Um, I think I said this to myself a lot. It's like, I can get a nine-to-five desk job when I'm 50 years old, but I don't think I can kick when I'm 50 years old. I mean, unless you're military, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm well, to chase this dream. Well, so Dustin Johnson asked, Dustin DJO on Instagram, he wanted to know um, if squat and power clean is important to you, and if you have ever done broad jump, what was your, you know, what was your specs in your broad jump? Um... So I'm a huge lifting guy um, um, in high school, college. So I really got into lifting, I think, my sophomore year in high school. So I was 130, 130 pounds my freshman year in high school, and I graduated at 185, and I only grew about an inch. So I really got into weightlifting early on, and um, when I got to college, I even picked it up even more. So partly and squatting, I was lifting with the team, um, you know, off season, end season, and all that stuff. Um, and I think it really helped me um, grow into my body and build muscle and get stronger and faster and more explosive as a kicker. Mm-hmm. So nice. All right. Next question comes from Instagram handle probably Braden. He asks, "How do I practice game pressure, game like pressure on my own?" So I guess how do you do it too, so that you know he can learn from your experiences. You can't really like duplicate your uh, the game situations um, over time. I try to do that. You know, even coaches try to do that. You know, like they bring the team around you and make those noises, or they put the speaker on really loud in the stadium. Or um, I had coaches, you know, make me run around, so I'm breathing really hard and tired when I'm kicking because he thought my heart rate was gonna be up during the game and that was gonna stimulate it. But I, I disagree with it. You know, but. You can do a lot of different um, 
ways to stimulate that pressure, but I think I learned that it's not really the pressure that you got to work on. I think it's really the steps, the thought processes, the checklist that you have mentally to, you know, get the kick done no matter in what condition is what you need to worry about, not the pressure. When you're out there, you got to be worrying about my steps, my angle, you know, all that stuff. So you got to work about you got to work on your checklist over and over again so that that becomes your thing no matter the situation. That's great. All right, two fun questions here. One comes from the Kicker Report, a uh, growing Instagram account. I'm sure you've seen it. When you kicked your first field goal in the AAF, did you realize it was the first ever in AAF history? No, I did not because um, I know there was another game going on and all this stuff, so I didn't know anything about that until after the game. Nice. Well, nice. Congratulations on that historical uh, statistics. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, so, Miles HG asks, what are your future plans? Um, I have practice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of how I've been uh, taking this journey. Um, nice. Start, and, you know, ever since the Chargers, I kind of took it day by day. And, you know, once you start looking too far ahead, you kind of lose yourself. Um, so I'm focusing on the best I can be tomorrow. Um, once I'm in that practice, I'm going to focus on the best kick I can make, the kick that I'm doing that moment, and then move on to the next. You know, I'm just trying to focus and uh, live in the moment and try to be the best version of myself, you know, every moment I get and stack those days up and we'll see where I end up in the future. Yeah. Uh, great answer. So here's my last question I, I'm going to get from my Instagram replies I got. But uh, from PAHB22, he asked, uh, where can I grab one of your jerseys online? Um, good question. I don't even have my jersey yet, but uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's somewhere on the AAF website. If you find one, please let me know because I would love to get one for myself too. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. All right, I got, uh, I got three more here. Uh, this one's actually more of a compliment in a way. I, actually, I should say probably August. I think we interviewed John Carney on our podcast, and we had asked him, what are some young up-and-coming kickers that you think have some real promise? And actually, he listed you as one of the guys he really thought had a legitimacy, so that was really qu sweet to see. And actually, I think a week later, you ended up with the Chargers, so uh, phenomenal timing. Um, what has somebody like John Carney taught you in terms of believing in yourself and just, just taught you to be a professional? So I talked to John um, coming out of college um, before I said about, you know, we start doing my homework and what to look for in an agent and all this stuff. Um, Mr. Carney was one of those people that I reached out to. Um, I was introduced to him by um, somebody at the Luke Rosa Awards. And uh, I, I went out to him as soon as I was released from the Chargers. And um, I stayed out there for about a year. And I really got a chance to really pick on his experience because how many times you can really get to know a kicker that played in the NFL for 23 years. So I saw that as a great opportunity to kind of learn from that experience. And he's a great person because he doesn't hold back from sharing his knowledge to the kids. And, um, you know, he 
it taught me a lot, you know, as being a pro, how to be a pro. I mean, he goes into details of pre-game kicking routines, um, during game routines, um, even little things like your cleats, you know. Um, nobody would think that you brush down, you shave down your cleats too much so that you're slipping out, you know. You never think about those things, but those little things that, you know, those attention to detail is really what he taught me to be a pro, how to be a pro, and how to handle yourself and all that stuff. It's just, I can't wait to get back out there because there's just so many more questions that, you know, work ethic is another thing with, uh, when you go over there is, you know, he, he's a weight room guy and um, I also love lifting. So in that sense, that work ethic, um, we're clicking it that way and he taught me a lot, man. Party. He, he's the goat for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh. Alright, getting to my uh, second funny question here. Just an inquiry. Uh, you might know this guy. Question submission from uh, Donnie Hagman asks, how many times did he lose his money to Donnie playing cards? <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. I don't. I don't remember, man. I don't think. I don't think I lost any to Donnie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we we. I, I was out there with John, and I saw you know Donnie there. That's where we met, and um, we took off from there. And uh, I don't know. I don't remember. That's, that's <laughs> a stupid question. He gotta come with something better, man. Right? <laughs> something better with this time. Nice. All right. Last user submitted question, and then we always ask our capstone question. Question comes from uh, Austin uh, Kurka. Do you think you can utilize the AAFL to get back into the league? Uh, that's the whole reason why I uh, I'm playing in the AAF. Um, you know, I kind of um, waited for this opportunity, and, and I was really lucky to get this opportunity. And uh, like I said, I think this league has done a great job of giving these guys. Um, including me, uh, an opportunity to either get back in the league or get to the league or any exposure what you want to do in football, you know. Um, I think one of the videos that they were showing us is that, you know, it's either going to get back into the league or some, for some of you it might be a wake-up call that you're done with football. So, you know, it's just it just gives that opportunity for, for the players, and I'm really excited for that. And hopefully I do get back, do get back in the NFL to get another shot at Oh, yeah, that's great. All right, last question here, capstone question we ask everybody, all right? In your career, because you've done a few different leagues and, and, and levels so far, what are your five most favorite stadiums you've ever played in or game experiences uh, so far in your career, college and professional level? Top five? Ooh, I might have top three. Um, Florida is one. Just because we beat them there, the swamp. Ooh, um, yeah. Just want to say that on record, we beat them there. <laughs> um, and then uh, Georgia was one. We went to overtime. We lost, but there was an amazing atmosphere. Um, that's when I was kind of looking around the stadium. I was like, "Wow, this is the, you know SEC. This was about." Mm-hmm. Uh, I say Denver, my uh, first NFL game. Um, it was Monday Night Football uh, on September 11th, and it was the first game of the season, So, and my first game ever. So, I mean, that was a special place. 
um, at the special moment for me, even though it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but definitely up there. Um, won't forget that moment. Um, and uh, Georgia Southern, man, the Carlson Stadium, I got to give my boys a shout out. Um, the place that gave me an opportunity, um, that's a special place for me. Um, that first game or that uh, conference championship, a lot of memories there, right? And, uh, yeah, I got to say that, that that place is definitely special to me. So I guess those are like top four, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Hey, young way, when you're at Georgia Southern, what was your one or two rivals that you look forward to every year in the conference? App State is one for sure. I think that goes way back between Georgia Southern and App State. And they also moved up to uh, 1A, Sunbelt, with us at the same time. So um, App State is one. And um, I guess I guess Georgia State now, because we're in the same conference. And it's like a little state library, I guess. Um you know, I think we're better than them, but I guess that's the rivalry. That's the attitude that we had when I was there. So I got to say, you know, yeah. you know, Tyler Bass is really starting to look good. Did you have any kind of mentorship for him? You know, what, what are your thoughts about him? He's legit, man. I'm going to tell you right now, he's legit. That's my guy. Um, he nice. came in, um, I think I spent, what, like two years, two, three years with him? Mm-hmm. It had to be two years. And, um, First, you know, he came in as a freshman. He was that, like, he was that guy, right? Like, you're you're coming out of high school, like, you're that guy. So, you know, I mean, I was, I was like that. And, you know, I don't think the seniors like me too much either. But um, me and Tyler, uh, we, we grew together. You know, we really, you know, grown to be close now. And I still talk to him, you know, see how he's doing. And I didn't really have that um even in college, to kind of look up to and, you know, kind of guiding me in a way because I was always competing. I, you know, I was always competing with the kickers for the starting spot. And uh, for me to, like, kind of be that guy for Tyler and kind of show him, like, hey, man, like, I, this is what I'm doing and how, especially that I have kind of done it, that for me to show him, like, hey, I've been done this, maybe you don't do that, you know, just to be able to give him that, you know, different perspective of, like, me going through my journey. And, you know, he can kind of either learn from that or whatever is is, is a blessing. And uh, talent-wise, that guy is legit. He, he watch out for him because he will be in the NFL. Yeah. Actually, sorry, one more question here. With the AAF, you're five weeks in, or six weeks technically, what... What are your thoughts on the stadium so far? Pretty legit. and Are they fun to play in those stadiums as well? Um, these are really like college stadiums, right? Like we played in the Orlando home and there's UCF Stadium. Um, Arizona was the uh, ASU Stadium, Sun Devil Stadium. Um, yeah, San Diego was the SDSU Stadium. We played in the Georgia State Stadium. So these are, you know, all kind of Georgia slash, you know, uh, college slash NFL stadiums. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, they're cool, man. I mean, the, um, uh, I think first few games, I think I was really surprised with the turnout with the people, but, um, yeah, it's, the atmosphere is good. It's, it's awesome. I mean, you know, the cameras are flying around on the field, you know, how that all goes. I mean, it's, 
it's it's a great feeling to be back out there, no matter what stadium, really. Yeah. Yes. Well, young man, man, we really appreciate you taking the time out of schedule to come and, and chat with us, man. You, know, you answered a lot of awesome questions that I think will help uh, the younger generation of, of specialists. So, uh, best of luck to you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. Um, it was fun. I, I loved it. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being on. Like I said before, you know, we've been looking forward to trying to, to chat with you and get the people have been asking and uh, they're going to probably really enjoy listening to this interview because I thoroughly enjoyed it. So thank you. That's awesome. I appreciate it. Good talking to you. Yep. Thank All you. Right, go, win, go win the ship, dude. What? Appreciate it. <laughs> yep. Bye. Well, Brian, that was a fun interview. Uh, I, I loved it. Just down to earth guy, and you know, just just has a really good kind of introspective view on his career and and how to build off that. And you know, I think he will have a bright future. I think he'll get another opportunity as a young and rising uh, kicker in the league. Young Wei Koo, remember the name? Should be back in the NFL next season. Mm-hmm. He's having a phenomenal phenomenal year now with the AAF and showing his self worth, no doubt. Yep. So, all right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening this week. We still got a string of great interviews coming up, so stay tuned. And uh, thanks for your support. Later. Later. Hey, what's up, 4D Nation? This podcast has been brought to you by NKR, the National Kicking Rankings Platform. It's the new and innovative national evaluation and rankings platform for kickers, punters, and snappers. Launched in 2017, this camp offers you a great balance of athletic evaluation and instruction, You'll get honest feedback and rankings, exposure to college coaches, but this camp is brought to you by credible coaches with experience that will deliver a high-quality and detailed instruction to you. NKR offers an active social media platform that will give you proper exposure to all the collegiate outlets. This camp was developed by Brian Jackson, Chris Hughesby, and Tom Feely using a proven camp format from the last seven to eight years that specialists have come to love. Many of the specialists have received opportunities to play at all collegiate levels, including Power 5 conferences. If you'd like to attend an upcoming camp this offseason, visit www.nationalkickingrankings.com and check out the camps page. Or follow us on social media on Twitter at NKR underscore camps, that's NKR underscore camps, or on Instagram at National Kicking Rankings to learn more about us and follow our growth. Come see what all the hype is all about and check out nationalkickingrankings.com. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.